All right, this is your host, Jay on Enlighten Me. And today we will be talking about depression. So a deep overview of depression is depression is a mood disorder that causes a persistent feeling of sadness and loss of interest, also called major depressive disorder or clinical depression. It affects how you feel and behave and can lead to a variety of emotional and psychological, physical problems. And today I have three gentlemen on the on the line with me today. I appreciate y'all coming out, especially men. So I know a lot of men don't like to open about so uh baker what's going on baker how you doing doing pretty good what's going on baskins how you doing good man how are you great great and the legend green how you doing green yeah, i'm doing good man how about you all right so gentlemen let me hear from uh we'll go for, with baker first and y'all can caveat off each other and on uh, anything like that so baker how or when did you know or what signs or symptoms did you have when you thought you were depressed or had depression? Um, so I'm pretty sure that half of my child, uh, childhood, I had depression. Um, really the main symptom was, I just got to a point in life where I didn't necessarily care about life at all. Like I didn't care if I lived or died, you know, lived or died. Um, what really happened to me. Um, I lost interest in school. Um, I, I just didn't, ca- I just didn't care about anything really. Um, and, and a lot of it was onset, uh, for my environment, my, you know, home, home life. Um, and then it got to a point where school became the outlet. Um, so I actually started to enjoy school. So I, Um, basically it it was a way for me to get out of it, um, and, and just take a break. Uh, and then when I got back home, obviously I had the things that I had to deal with. Um, and it was just hard to, to do anything while I was at home. So I I didn't, that was the main symptom is just not wanting to do anything and not really caring what happened to me, um, or my life. So curious to see what other people say. Okay, Baskin, uh, awful what he's saying right there. Do you ever feel like this was it, like you wanted to end everything? How did you go about that? I, I don't think that I ever got to the point where I wanted to end things. Um, I So I also have a, I have a master's degree in behavioral psychology. Okay, okay. Uh, it's not super easy to take your own advice. Um I, I like I said I, I don't think I ever got to the point where I wanted to end everything. Um, I just got to the point where I I lost interest in everything, uh, and and it was onset from uh from two failed marriages. This second failed marriage, uh, you just you feel like you're not doing anything right. Even though okay. you can look back at it, you can say, "Hey, this is I was not at fault for this," but it. You, you can't look at it at the same time and say, well, that was 100% the other person's fault because it takes two people to screw something up. Yeah. So you, you can't help but feel like a failure. And I, uh, I, I didn't move off my couch. Uh, if I wasn't at work, I was sitting on my couch in my underwear. Uh, I had whatever I ate, you know, ordered fast food. I didn't feel like cooking. 
whatever I would eat would just be sitting on the ground beside me. I, I, I was too lazy. I didn't even get up and take it to the trash can. It just it oh, takes wow. it, it takes everything out of you. Uh, that that feeling is it's encompassing. You can't get away from it. And it's so easy to look at somebody else when they're displaying the same symptoms and be like, hey, this is depression. You you need to talk to somebody or or at least think about talking to somebody. But when it when it's yourself, it's so hard to take that advice. And finally, I, I had somebody come to me and say, hey, you, you need to if it's not me, then you, you need to talk to somebody. I don't care who you talk to. You just need to talk to someone. And, and as a man, that's hard to do, but it, it it's a necessity. Now, Green, same question. How do you? How did you go about that? And when did you start seeing your signs? Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that I had a case of uh, depression like that. Um, but I would say if I was going to categorize myself as being depressed, it would have came um, a couple years ago after uh, being divorced. And, uh, you know, even after uh, divorce was final and everything, I had a moment where, you know, kind of wanted to rekindle things, you know, the the, the long and the missing the children and everything. And just having a, a, a random, like, let's fight for it, even though it was already over and, you know, so th- during that phase, like I had put myself through so much more um, than, you know, the whole divorce itself had did. So, you know, trying to chase after things, something that was already ended and that I knew was over. Um, so I allowed myself to fall into that that empty state. And I, I think uh, depression as a whole, um, you know, we have to be mindful and, and be careful. And uh, but there 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 are ways that we can overcome it, and uh, you know, yeah. and a lot of times you hear people say things like, uh, you know, it's the little things that matter. So for 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 me, uh, a way that I combat, you know, those ill feelings is by focusing on the little things. And if you take a little, you know, a little positive piece here, a little positive piece there, and you keep adding them up, they eventually make something big. So that's just my thoughts. Okay. Now, this is a general question for everyone. Anybody can answer. Um, do you feel like being a man, it was quite challenging to actually get out of that depression or seek help or want help? Do you think? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, it, it, it was so hard for me to put my pride aside to, to ask for help. I, I've never been one that really will ask anybody for anything to help me with anything, but sometimes you, you, you have to. There, there's no okay. reason for you to carry the weight of the world on your own shoulders when you don't have to. Okay. Okay. And, Anybody uh, else? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think for me, uh, a big part of it was first just telling someone uh, and letting other people know. Um, and, and eventually I did, um, but not, not the right way, right? Um, I, I just didn't feel like I could just sort of be open. And, and a lot of times people just say, well, you're just not, it's, it's not a problem or it's going to go away or something like that. Um, 
And so I think that's the hard part for some men is just to tell someone uh, without getting any negative connotation around it or feeling that you're superior or, uh, you know, you're less of a man because you have this problem. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Green? After your divorce, how did you feel? Do you feel like you could go to anybody and talk about it, like any close friends, any relatives, or you just handed it all? Um, you know, I think society as a whole, we they we have this structure format of what a man is supposed to be, and uh, we put a lot of pressure on men, and it, it's a constant stereotype with men that you know men are supposed to be masculine; they can't be sensitive. They're supposed to be strong. Men aren't supposed to cry. They're they're not supposed to talk about their feelings. So as a man, we keep these emotions bottled in because society has told us that's not the right answer for men. So we don't go and and get the help that we need. And you know these these emotions and feelings and frustrations they continue to bottle up and we explode because we have no outlet and way to channel them because what society tells us is weak we believe so we have no outlet and uh i mean if i'm correct it sounds like all of us on the phone you know have pretty much you know bottled these emotion ends because of the the social norms that society tells us is the right ways of a man um so even for me um i I spent a lot of time to myself. Like I got rid of social media. I I didn't want to talk to my mother. Like I wouldn't talk to anybody. Like uh, when, when I finally got over myself, I did go and seek help. And it was like, you know what? I have nothing to lose at this point. I've already lost everything that I wanted. So, and then, you know, at that point I made myself vulnerable and I had seen the family life counselor. I have seen, I had seen a psychiatrist. And then, you know, once the, once I began to open up, you know, I was able to find that release and I find comfort in, in the place that I was at and, you know, ways to deal with it and go about it. But I think if we continue to listen to what society tells us, we're, we're never going to make it out of our, our danger zone. Yeah, I wholeheartedly believe that because I know um, I was reading earlier, I think it's, uh, three and four men commit suicide. So it's actually a higher rate. Is everybody still there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I paused because uh, I didn't think uh, they were finished. Jay, what were you, what were you saying about the, the suicide rate? Oh, shit. My phone locked. Oh, there it goes. All right, curse. But I said um, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of men commit suicide based upon because they feel like they can't tell anybody and like he was saying earlier that we harbor this type of environment as a child where we're brought upon big boys don't cry you don't do this suck it up you know so when we grow older nothing's really changed but we just continue to harbor and embed that type of mentality of the child to an adult that's another reason why women say hey show them much emotion and you should open up more and a little bit 
this is how we were brought up, you know. And that's a whole another podcast. But uh, I go ahead and carry on. Yeah, I guess something else, uh, especially I think most of us have or did serve in the military. So, and and this I think goes for females too. But I feel like especially if you're a male and you have any type of depression, right? Your career's over. Oh yeah. So if you are in a career that is sensitive to that, you know, you are really, really struggling because you can't say anything to anybody because the, as soon as your job finds out or someone you work with, um, you're looking for a new job. You're, you're 100% correct. Uh, I, so I'm active duty currently. Uh, I'm an MP. I, I carry a weapon as my job. Um, th- there are other ways to go about it, though. Um, like I... I I spent a lot of time in the chaplain's office uh, talking to the chaplain. Uh, and then I just had some really, really close friends that were not um, necessarily in my chain of command, but work with them uh, who, who helped me out a lot. Uh, specifically the chaplain uh, talk, talking to him a lot. If, if you're a religious person, that's always a good outlet. Yeah. And, and like you said, um, it, it's hard for us to open and a, a lot of people are like, you know, like, why don't you just go seek help? But now it's it's frowned upon, and you're judged with the end of the therapist or psychology. I think it's more accepted now, based upon the generation we live in, where everything's consolidated to social media and night being itself in person. But that's that's a story in itself. So as we grow upon, tech, become more technologically inclined, we're becoming less, less and less active socializing with other people. But like I said, that's that's a whole other podcast we're going to get on next time. Well, I mean, the way the world's going right now with the uh, the virus going around, it's it's kind of hard to get out and socialize with other people at at the same time. Yeah, I, I think I was reading there's going to be a lot of uh, social health issues and mental health issues uh, after this. Um, oh yes. Well, we a lot so of people I think, committing suicide uh, as well, based upon they can't leave their house. Yeah, and I, I, th- I think um, as a society or, or as a generation, we have to acknowledge that we are social creatures, and even though we like to say that we're reasonable, reason, uh, we all act on emotion uh, most of the time. Sometimes we do use our reason, but more often than not it's it's all emotion so having depression is normal um but it is a negative emotion yes um and sometimes depression can be necessary to to move forward with something um but the problem is getting stuck there and not moving forward um and especially when you don't have any resources to help you understand your feelings and understand what's going on and giving you hope because sometimes that's all you need or direction uh, is the best thing. But as everyone said, it's that one emotion, especially if you're male, it's just no one wants to talk about it. No one wants to. And if you go seek help, you know, you're going to be frowned upon. Um, And I I have went through therapy and it just, I always felt that the the therapist just didn't understand me. Um, so for 
you to go to the chaplain and seek help, and that that was super beneficial. I'm, I'm thankful that you actually had that. Um, some people may not, or some people may not even think about it. So I, I think it's a, an issue that we should definitely be more open-minded to and try to find those resources and share those resources with people. I 100% agree. Uh, one, one thing that he told me that's stuck with me this entire time is uh, sometimes you have to hit rock bottom to find the rock that you can lean on. Yeah. So when you said depression is necessary sometimes, I 100% wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, I think positive things can come from it. It's just you don't want to be stuck there because then it's it's not useful anymore. And, 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 I, and I think – go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say me. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man of faith as well. So when, when, you, when you speak of hitting rock bottom, so it, what my faith tells me is that sometimes God has to isolate us. We, we have to get aside ourselves, get alone, get in our, our darkest moment for him to do some things in our lives. And a lot of times when we're around everything and everyone, we miss our opportunity and miss our blessing because there's so much noise and distractions in the world and we miss uh, the move of God because we have so many things taking our eyes off of. But when you hit rock bottom, rock bottom is a sure foundation and a solid foundation for you to rebuild yourself upon. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly do that. I, and I, that's why I, I've hit some pretty low times before, and I was like, man, why am I right here? What's going on right now? But I was able to focus on what was in front of me instead of what was around me. Because I had, I had so many in different, different areas and just all my, all my attention was just everywhere. But when I, when I solely focused on God and what was in front of me and what I needed and what I was supposed to go to his will, everything just started lining itself back up. And I, I'm thankful for the times where I was just like, okay, I see what was going on. I, I see you, God. You ain't let me down yet. So I see what you're doing. So I, I, I harbor that all. I harbor that all. No, I, uh, it, I do agree. It's, I agree with everything that you just said. Yeah. Yeah. It's a trying time. And a lot of us, we always go into things expecting, like, why is this happening? And then why, you're like, what is this teaching me? I think with that mentality, that mindset, we can grow upon anything we come across. And that's easier said than done, of course. But it's helped me transition and transcend in so many different realms of my life. And don't mind me, you know, I'm just looking up some uh, more statistics because it did say from uh, 2012 to 2016, uh, males, every three or four males were more likely to con con commit suicide than women. So it's very interesting that the fact of a lot of men are even speaking up to the men that they do know of, that they have spoke upon and that they have statistics on. As of right now, I can't find anything in 2020 or 2019. I'm sure the rates... And the statistics are going to be phenomenally astronomical, crazy because of COVID and uh, all the stay-at-home procedures and all that. All well, I mean, you got to think, like he was saying earlier, the pressure that society puts on men to to be that strong alpha male all the time. If you have, because of COVID, you've been laid off and you can't work, you can't provide for your family. I mean, what does that make you feel like as a husband and as a father? And I mean, you feel like a failure. 
Yeah, because they usually in in standardized or modern home, the man is the support system. He is the foundation. If he goes down, everything kind of starts fumbling. But I mean, you get, of course, you get a good woman. You know, she can help you out, and you put your faith in God. Everything else goes on it. But for the average person, people don't, you know, see it like that, and it's it's hard. So I'll actually jump for comes out. Can y'all see depression now in like your coworkers or any family members? Can y'all pinpoint it now since you experienced it? Um, I would say with my coworkers, we used to be like really excited. Like the morale is definitely lower. Yes. Um, especially with the the people in the business who worked in the office. Uh, we had a lot of social gatherings and events and things, and now they've been pushed to Zoom. And it's just not the same. Uh, less and less people start showing up. So at the beginning, everyone showed up. And then it's just over time, it's just been dwindling. Um, I had, I was just at the UPS store. Um, and there was like some older people there, uh, gentlemen. And they were just so sad that they couldn't go to their diner that they go to every Sunday. Or, you know, they couldn't get their hair cut. Uh, just just normal little life things, and they don't have a lot to look forward to when they wake up, right? But they know that they're going to go to the diner, and they're going to go walk the dog down the street or say hey to somebody or go to this one store that they love. Um, and a lot of that's been stripped, so they're just at home. And since they're older, people don't go see them in fear of giving them a, a virus. And so – just my quick conversation with the gentleman at the UPS store, you know, he's really, really down, you know, just he would like to go sit down and eat and uh, see the people that he normally sees during the week. And he he can't do that anymore. So he's just at home alone. Mm. So he just says he feels lonely, um, a lot of times sad, and he's just been reading his Bible. But eventually, you know, you can only do that for so long before you just really – hate your life uh not in the way that you want to take it but just like something has to change you know yeah and what about you uh baskins have you have you been able to detect it or see it in family members or no i i definitely do uh not not so much family members uh i mean i'm stationed 14 hours away from most of my family um but co-workers for sure i mean we had a uh I i won't say his name but uh we, I, I had a leader, a, a very senior leader, uh, not too long ago, commit suicide. Um, it's, it's, uh, it, it's not something that's avoidable due to the everybody's cooped up all the time, and everybody, like uh, the other gentleman was saying earlier. Uh, the, the social norms of what it is. It's it's so hard for that alpha man or somebody who perceives themselves as one to, to seek out help. And uh, it, it's very unfortunate. Um, if you see it in somebody, you, you've got to, you got to address it immediately. Or if somebody reaches out to you, you have to take them seriously. Uh, it's, it's, it's not something to joke about. Okay. Agreeing? Um, absolutely. Yeah, I think you know the the signs are are definitely identifiable. But then you know, what about those cases and those people who you know have a good poker face, um, but you can't really necessarily identify. So 
you know, if I can identify it, you know, I usually address it and I'm, I'm kind of a, you know, straight shooter and uh, I try to be happy, go lucky and, you know, just be a lively spirit, you know, and I talk to everybody and, You good, Green? Green, you good? Bass, yeah, you there? Oh, man. Okay, well, I'm going to finish up what he's saying. So what he, what he actually hit a pivotal point. Like he said, um, we do have a good poker face. And talking about that work the other day, it's not only people that are going through something. It could be the people who are pressured. Like, you can have this phenomenal person that works all the time, and he's trying to make everybody happy. He has this high expectation. So if he's not meeting his expectation, he's becoming depressed because he's not where he needs to be and what his job thinks he needs to be. So now he feels inadequate to be able to perform at his highest level, so he takes his life. And that's what's happened a couple times where everybody's like, whoa, I didn't see any signs. He's always doing good. He's always doing phenomenal. He went to, he went here. He did this. He got this award. He got this degree. But it's, it's that we put him on such a high pedestal with so much pressure. So it can go either from sadness or just pressure from other people. And, and that's why sometimes you can't detect it. I feel you can't always detect it. And if somebody's going to take their life, they're going to take their life. I agree. That's why it's kind of sometimes you do show signs and symptoms. That, that is very factorial. But sometimes you don't see it. And because we, we always worry about ourselves in this every day. We're so distracted by so many things. We kind of miss them ourselves. But I thank you, gentlemen. Uh, we're going to be doing a podcast individually here soon uh, for joining Enlighten Me. And uh, yeah, y'all have a good one. You too, man. All right. Thanks for having me. Thank you.